Soul Bossa Nova. Um, how's it? How's it go again? Okay. It's really Both. no. I'm not serious. <laughs> you don't have to do that. No, wait. That's not that song. No, that was. <laughs> I've had a really like living living with your husband's the best. I get to see like a cute boy do stupid stuff all day, every day. It's the greatest in the world. It's the Featured Players Podcast. Featuring your hosts, Bram Binderoff. And Brenda Noel, ladies and gentlemen, Rob Riggle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Featured Players Podcast. Uh, do not adjust your computer or iTunes. We are back with new episodes. Uh, sometimes we remember and, and uh, find the time to coordinate our schedules to do a new episode of the Feature Players, colon, an SNL podcast. My name is Brendan Noel, and I'm joined, as always, by Bram Benderoff. How's it going, Bram? Hey, Brendan. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, that that's good to hear. Long time, long time no see. Yes. How's the kids? Two months. Yep. Uh, everything, everything, everything good on your end. Everything's good. You know, moved into good, new, yeah. Moved into the new apartments. Uh, good. Just a new, a new home base for once. It's a very different situation. Yes, it, it's not not the home base at SNL, right? No, it's it's a very it's a it's a more open room. It's like I'm recording in the kitchen now, pretty much. Uh, but it's interesting. Yeah, dig that new echo. Yeah, there's probably a bit of a new echo, but uh, <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, hope not. We got uh, we got five uh, here too. I was just about to say, joining us as always. Well, <laughs> not as always, but sometimes it, our, our 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 most frequent. You know, we we joke all the time about our uh, our, our illustrious two timers club. But is this appearance number five? I think for so. Beth Benderoff. I think this so. is five timers club for me. This is that's uh, that's pretty incredible. Welcome, Beth. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> thrilled to be here i don't believe you <laughs> under these circumstances it's actually very strange this is my first time recording a podcast in the same room with somebody ever me too i think that is also yeah i've never i've never done that in the same room with somebody so it's weird pretty cool it's, it's all really it's all happening it's like we're on the radio actually yeah this is uh this is like um it's it's like you guys are back at the airport and i'm and i'm interviewed you <laughs> know? <laughs> Yeah, we we did um, the moment Beth got off the plane. We did an interview with um, the station ten ten. Yeah, about I guess the moving to Toronto and the whole story, and and why a person would make the decision to move in under these circumstances. Who'd be that crazy? <laughs> yeah, who'd be that crazy? Why, why anyone would leave America for Canada? <laughs> oh, what's funny? We we actually went to a party last night uh, with some friends, uh, uh, like a an online friend, uh, Ben Harrison. Well, he, it was the guy who organized Yeah, it was the guy who organized the, the radio interview. Um, mm-hmm. And at the party, I guess, like, that's just a story that people, like, expect to get told. And, like, the entire moving to Toronto story. So we probably told it, like, ten times over the course of the night. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. <laughs> and... Yeah. It's never like less exciting and less. It always makes me feel like, uh, like an excited little child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we're 
I mean, what I, I don't know what you've all you've even said on the podcast about what's happened, like in the Melinda episode. I sure you acknowledged. I don't. I sure. think we. I think we did touch on it a little bit, but it's like, yeah, we've been, we haven't done a show in so long, well, I, I can't. Mean, the last time I was on, I would say we weren't even engaged yet, but we were engaged for one day, so. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think. we're married and I live in Toronto. De- definitely, definitely the last time we did a show, you were not here yet, mm-hmm. so. But now you are. Mm-hmm. And life's, life's just swell. It is. It really, it really, really we is. We have a kitchen. We have a kitchen. We have. We have our own cinnamon. We have our own cinnamon. We have. Um, I broke. I broke a French press today. Yeah, we have a Swiffer mop that we bought with our own money, and it's the best. Br- Bram, have you never had your own cinnamon before? No, not my own. Not cinnamon. his. Not Bram Benderoff's cinnamon. Not if cinnamon he wanted call, to. Not cinnamon. I call my own. Yeah, if he wanted to, he could write on that cinnamon property of Bram Benderoff. And it would be the truth. It would be the truth. If he did that back at home, his mom would say, who paid for that cinnamon? And yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? Brendan, uh, come out to Toronto sometime. We'll, uh, Seriously. Definitely. Yo, make you crash no, on I, our couch. Oh, definitely. I definitely want to partake in some of the cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. We have our own cinnamon. Isn't this crazy? And we also, do you want to know, this is so cheesy. We, uh, in peak married coupledom, make our own coffee syrups now. Mm-hmm. So we make cinnamon infused <laughs> coffee syrups we that, that we use multiple times every day. Yeah. <laughs> now, when when did the jam start? Oh my gosh! Honestly, probably this summer. No joke. I love making jam. We're gonna make some jams. Well, you had me at cinnamon, so Seriously, I'll be there. Come out. <laughs> All right. Um, All the featured player list listeners also come to our apartment and crash on our couch. I mean, it's just it's just our address is no, <laughs> but it's only just like more than an hour, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no, like pretty much. Yeah, fifty minutes to an hour. Yeah, I can definitely do that. You could um, do that. <laughs> our, our dozens of listeners are enjoying listening to us make plans on the air. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, I, I was laughing at you saying like all the listeners can come too because yeah, we could probably fit them all in your apartment. Let's do it. We could. Let's have a party with. Let's just have a big rave. Listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Jurassic um, mom probably listens to it nine times. I, I definitely think that's like where 10% of our lessons come from. <laughs> Niagara Falls area. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, apologies to our dozens of listeners for, for not being uh, on the air for the last couple of months. Well, we really only missed three episodes. We missed the ScarJo episode, uh, Louis C.K. and Jimmy Fallon. The, you know, it's funny to think that we, we, we weren't even on the, like, doing shows like we haven't acknowledged yet on the podcast they that SNL is now live coast to coast. Yeah. Cause that was announced I think the week after uh we did the last show about the Octavia Spencer episode. Mm-hmm. Um with Melinda? Which is you know, I I gotta admit, like I, I wasn't even really thinking about it last night. I think the novelty of that wore off immediately. <laughs> well I think the, it's really good though. There I probably is more I mean, of a social media um Adjustment there? Yeah. And also, A, that's true. And also, we live on the East Coast, so it doesn't mean anything to us. Exactly. We have all watched SNL as it aired. You know, this is nothing new for us. So even Beth living in the Central Time Zone got to see it at the same time. So, yeah. 
But for people, I'm sure, you know, people who are, like, lifelong watchers of Saturday Night Live in California are probably, like, that would be a really oh, big yeah. adjustment, you know? 8.30. Yeah. And I'm sure it's, uh, it's you know, they're probably happier to get to bed earlier. That's yeah. true. SNL fans are nothing if not early risers. <laughs> hmm. Um... I, I don't know. Do we do we want to touch briefly on just, you know, do, do, does anyone have any standout thoughts on the three shows that we missed? Well, what I, were the three? I, so it was Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. Louis C.K., and Jimmy Fallon. I don't okay. remember if I watched any of those. I episodes. don't remember much about Scarlett Johansson. Um, I didn't actually watch Louis C.K. Uh, and I still have it on my DVR. I'm planning on it. Okay. And it was the third one? Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy did Fallon. we watch that? We did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's. The, I think this is kind of my point: is that I, I don't, I don't know if we missed that much, really. Um, I, I the thing now that I'm thinking about the Jimmy Fallon episode, I know that there would have been some. He had the impressions. You had that one sketch where he was singing yeah. and using United Airlines guy. And um, oh, that Harry one was Styles funny. Yeah. Was there a lot. Harry Styles. And that good. would have been a point of... Oh, I was a big fan of Harry Styles. I was also a big fan of Harry Styles, and we know that you weren't. Alone, without um, One Direction. Yeah. He was... Um, you're saying I wasn't a fan of Harry Styles? Yeah, it seems like your Twitter maybe thought he should not be in the sketches, and I thought, wow, what a funny and pretty boy. Hmm. Oh, I... <laughs> I did tweet that, and I think just... It just was the same thing. It it was like giving me bad flashbacks to the Justin Bieber episode. Oh gosh. Where Oh that's and I mean that was Tina Fey. Yeah, like that was a different beast, but it's it's just again with sure. like you put him in a sketch and just the the screaming girls in the audience <laughs> just go crazy. It's you know. Yes, it is that. So it I, I, I did make the slightly controversial statement that musical guests should not be allowed to perform <laughs> in sketches. I think um, Brendan, I'm gonna be honest, I think it was an overreaction, bud. Me too. You know what? I think uh, is, I think I'm gonna have to reevaluate that yeah. and I think I'm gonna get back to you. He's not just a musical Thanks, guest, man. he's in he's in Dunkirk. He's not just a musical guest, he's also very pretty. He's in Nolan movie. Wait, what is Dunkirk? Uh, Christopher Nolan has a movie this summer. Yeah. Um, about um, the Second World War and like a battle in the UK, saving these these British soldiers on an island, and uh, Harry Styles is in it. Mm, interesting. Making his way into acting. I yeah. don't. I don't know how that'll go, but I mean, I guess he was pretty good. So from uh... from what I've heard, it's like going well. Like like I think that. Hmm. I've heard good things, honestly. Guys, what um, what what in the world is Tommy Maitland? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I am glad you asked. Uh, Tommy Maitland is a British comedian. I I've heard he's hosting the show next week. Yeah, I saw that graphic with <laughs> with, mus- with musical guest Joe Rule featuring Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a good show. Um, I'm gonna do one of those every week. I think that's the best. Please do. Yes, Tommy Maitland, classic British comedian who I'm sure... uh, Well, I don't know. I've been familiar with his work for a long time. I don't know if you guys have been. He hasn't really made his way across the pond I haven't been. Yes. I read a variety of articles. That's why I first heard about him. He's done a lot of legendary work. 
And I can't wait for you guys to see him hosting the Gone Show this summer on ABC. I'm excited. I am starting to really like the just craziness that ABC does in the summer with just reviving old game shows and putting on any weird stuff. Steve Harvey's Thunderdome. <laughs> what? Okay, wait. What? What's that? Um, it's about. It's kind of like a Shark Tank sort of thing, but it's like people can get their dream funded. Oh, Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Oh, I thought I, I heard literally Thunderdome. Yeah, it's and I was part like, of like what a game this? show block. Oh, that's. Uh... When you said oh, Thunderdome, I... I pictured the Astrodome, but then made of just of fun. Yeah. And I'm disappointed to find out that it's like a Shark Tank style thing. And I think that my idea is better. Well, I mean, for, I don't well, quite further, know how well, my idea translates to television. Further, but... further talking about it is off limits, but I'm just telling you that it is a show that exists. Uh, we remember the 400 questions oh. of last year. Um, but, uh, I see, I 500 see. questions, 500. 500 questions. Um, <laughs> and... See, I thought you said literally Thunderdome, and I thought, like, is this Steve Harvey's fight to the death? <laughs> no, but I hope it is. Um, to tell the truth, coming back, um, uh, match game. You know, H- ABC has got like a good game show block. Subway Family Feud too, and even yeah. like Steve Harvey is bringing back um, Showtime at the Apollo. Oh yeah, He's yeah, they've so been running now. that on Fox. Yeah, on Fox. Match game is amusing, depending on who the panel is. I mean, I don't watch it anymore. Yeah, I watch it sometimes, but I. It came back very abruptly because they canceled that other thing, and then they brought it back in. But it's season, not, you know, because it was a summer not, show, and then they brought back everything in season. I believe. Yeah, and now they and now and now they just kind of drop it whenever when uh, <laughs> when something else fails or takes a long hiatus. Are you um Are you mourning the loss of pitch? Um, not really. No. Okay. I watched pitch. I watched every episode. I thought it was okay, but there was like a lot of annoying ticks about pitch that. I mean, I would have I would have come back for season two, and I would have hoped that they could have smoothed smoothed those things out. But I'm not really that. I'm not really gonna miss it. Going back to the thing before, uh, could Tommy Maitland be like? Could there be some kind of like hidden secret that ABC is not telling us on this? No. Okay. He's just like a British comedian. Yeah, he's just like he just he hasn't made his way. It's I'm like how you know um, him and I don't. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just a little more cultured than you guys are. I was just about to say how how cultured Brendan is, yeah. Yeah. I saw him on on Kimmel, though. Yeah, that was a really good introduction, I think, to the American audience for him. (laughs) But, you know, he's he's been on all the time on all those, you know, all those British shows. He's been on... uh, Name uh, all the the British shows, Brendan. Oh, Jonathan Ross. He was on... uh, just all of them. Name more Brenda shows, Brendan. <laughs> um, he was on, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Faulty Towers <laughs> and um, uh, did, um, uh, Are You Being Served? I'm just thinking of all the shows that aired in late nights on YTV. <laughs> Way to commit to the bit, buddy. Um, I'm out. I'm, out. Um, I'm sure next week we will talk about Upfronts. And we and just last week we narrowly dodged a writer strike, which mm-hmm. was great. 
Yeah, I thought we were about to come on the air. This, you know, I we 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 put this off for a while, and 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 you know, said like, oh, we'll we'll soft relaunch in May is what I told Bram, and then and then we thought, oh, how about that? We're gonna come back on the air, and we're gonna be right in the middle of a writer's strike, and there won't be any more episodes this season. And uh, I guess the threat of strike isn't completely gone; it's just been delayed for a little bit. Is that right? I suppose, but I think I think the contracts. Maybe it's been delayed for like a year. Possibly, I'm not sure how long it is, but but for for right now, we will get our our last two episodes of the season, which is nice. Yeah, I'm glad that Dwayne Johnston is going to have the pleasure to actually host. Yeah, that's true. Because wasn't he booked for one of the writer strike shows? Uh, when the last time there actually was a strike. Well, is that true? I think so. I think the I think the first episode back. Like or, or, or like the first episode they were gonna do that was cut off by the strike. I think was supposed to be hosted by The Rock, and I think the musical guest was Amy Winehouse. Wow. Who never who never got to perform. I think she was on SNL once, wasn't she? I don't know if she ever actually did, hmm. but she was booked for that show. Man. Rest in peace, Amy Winehouse. We love you, girl. <laughs> You can't see, but I just did that motion where, like, I kiss my fingers. I and almost the did sky. it, but I was like, "Well, Brendan won't be able to see, so it won't be funny." But now I wish I would have. <laughs> you gotta you notice how I don't care if talk, I make Bram laugh. <laughs> talk about commitment. <laughs> when I'm on the podcast, I feel like all of my attention goes to Brendan. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Bram. Just what happens. It's okay. Okay, so <laughs> Chris it's, Pine. You eh? sound so upset, which is oh, very can funny. Can I just say something? Say the thing. The state of broadcast TV is. Oh I mean, the ratings are going down the down the tubes. Um, right, right in the toilet. More than the toilet. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine <laughs> came back. You know, people. I don't think people realize it came back, but it's pulling like .6 ratings right now. Yeah, that's bad. It's great for cool. most shows on Fox do under two million viewers. Yeah, I mean, like even um, I think you watch American Crime. Uh, I I actually stopped this I season. That, I watched that it is for average a like a point three this season. Oh my god! It has yeah. Like and the only the only reason it it hasn't been canceled is because that show is eighty percent of ABC's Emmy nominations. Oh yeah. But no one cares about it. That's like a CW because they canceled they canceled time after time, which was airing. Uh, before it, because it was doing pretty much the same number. Well, time at American Crime. Either, I don't think. Prob- has that been official? It's probably not. Well, did back. it get the back order? I don't think it did. I think it got like sixteen or something. Oh. But NBC, NBC did begin sort of upfront mania last week because they canceled Emerald City, oh, their Wizard that. of Oz thing, and they, I don't know, they picked up a couple drama pilots. That sounds super boring. Well, we'll see next week, I think, is when it is. Next week is the official hell week. Thursday and Friday is when everything will get canceled or renewed. Oh, boy. So that'll be fun. I think um, there's it's going to be a bloodbath. I do, yeah. Um, particularly I think so, too. At Fox yeah. and maybe NBC, but I think Fox especially. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking about like Last Man on Earth, which I really want them to renew, and oh, I, I don't... I don't see the merit in it. 
And uh, Will Forte tweeted that he thinks the show bubble. is pretty much on the bubble. So yeah, and Brooklyn Nine Nine is another one. Even though they have a they, they have a guaranteed syndication deal, why not bring it back? But it's, it's absolutely it's getting so low now, and we're kind of worried that they might actually decide to bring New Girl back. Oh, I'm so worried they're going to bring New Girl back. I think they probably will announce a final season of New Girl, even if it's only 13. I will lose my mind. I agree with Brendan. Oh, no. I don't want it. I think that the finale was uh, the finale for the show, and I want it to be done. Yeah, I don't want to see Schmidt and Cece getting pre- like with a, uh, you know, a pregnancy. I don't want to see Nick and Jess together again. Yeah. I, don't want, like, I don't want it to get ruined. Like, that was a good finale. Winston's yeah. happy. Like, everybody's happy. Where the money goes. Just let it. I know. I hate it. I, I know that I'm not really the person who should, like, this is kind of pot calling the kettle black, but you can stop watching t- TV shows. No, I know. And I, honestly, I probably wouldn't watch the season if it came back. I'd probably watch the first episode, and then I don't think I would last with it. I, I, I've cut a few shows out of my diet recently and, and been, been oh, pretty no, happy good. with that. No, that's good. That's healthy. I... I f- I've, I'm starting to to more and more accept the fact that I don't need to watch things that are mediocre and the same every week. I don't need I don't need to watch the Goldbergs every week. Oh, it doesn't need the to Goldbergs. happen. Bram yeah. still Bram loves the Goldbergs. No, I don't. Yeah, you it's, do. You watch it every single week consistently, and I, that always has. It's it, I didn't watch this week's yet. It, it, it's He's a, always defensive. It, it's it. a show <laughs> that is always very sweet, and it's a nice it's a nice little show, and it's funny. But you feel it going through the motions like every single mm. week, yeah, more absolutely. than any other it's, show on ABC. Yes, but that's exactly still won't it. Quit it. You can set your watch to the um, you know thir- third act break moment of sadness. You know, and then an eighty song. Like yeah. I, I got. Um, I don't dislike the show. I think it's just that in peak TV, you make your choices, and this is one where I got, I've I got seen I behind this year, and I caught up. Like, I've seen everything that this show can do, whereas I'm still watching and really loving the middle in season eight. Wow. You know? D- oh, don't you wow me. The middle is a good show. <laughs> well, I like Speechless. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like an American Housewife. You watch that? I don't watch American Housewife. I like Housewife, American no. Housewife. I it's like Speechless. Written. I like Fresh it? Off the Boat and Blackish. Like, I, these, these are shows I watch every week. Brandon, why don't you watch American Housewife? Well, it got pretty bad reviews at the beginning of the season, but now if you, if you tell me it's gotten, I really enjoy it's, it. it's good slash gotten better, I'll it's watch good, it yeah. over the summer. The kids are good. Char- the kids um, are charming. Dedrick and- Baker is really great. Oh, yeah. Bader. He's, he's okay. very funny in the show. He's a great, like, father figure. It's a good and, family show. And obviously right. she's, like, hilarious in it. Yeah. I'll give it a look in the summer. It's sort of like we'll a suppurgatory type I, um, of community, but... Um, okay, which, well, I like suppurgatory. Yeah. The other, the other show that I'm going to watch in the summer that I meant to watch uh, when it premiered and it just I've fallen too behind on now is Great News on NBC. Oh, yeah. You've I've heard good things about that. four episodes. Yeah. I actually liked the, um, the second, uh, the second uh, pair of episodes that aired. I didn't yeah. love the premiere, but... I don't know. I, I thought that the, the first two were good enough to like hmm. make me watch, you know, but then... Um, the second two were wait, they were better. Telling you right now, maybe it's their way of airing um, trial and error and great news as one hour instead of together, which mm-hmm. might have been like the <laughs> like a, just a bad plan all around. But um, it completely crashed the second week, rating ratings wise, and I don't see it coming back. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that you know you could be optimistic about a premiere and then 
six days later, you get news that you know what? Oh, never mind. Like it's yeah. it's it's <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's the state of premiering a new comedy on NBC these days yep. without an established comedy block. Like when ABC mm-hmm. premieres a new comedy, and they did two this year: Speechless and American Housewife. But well, they did more than that. But but in the yeah. fall, those uh, both got back orders. Both will get renewed. And, and they're had, both, like, quality television. Yeah, because, like, when, when Happy yeah. Endings got canceled, uh, Tuesday was only an hour. Now they have oh, two hours true. on both Tuesday and Wednesday. And, like, those are both creating stable shows. NBC, mm. they don't have that on Thursday. <laughs> they have Superstore, and they have Powerless, which they pulled. And now, mm-hmm. what are they doing now? Well, they they're now they're they're running a Superstore rerun at eight, and then the Superstore oh. new oh, episodes right. will air yeah. at eight thirty. Which is but Superstore's stupid. finale was on Thursday, right? So now it's now it's done for the season. I imagine oh Superstore's already been renewed, so we know that's coming back. I don't know if it was, has it maybe it it was renewed. I think it was renewed at press tour in the winter. I don't think I heard that. Yep, yeah, Superstore is coming back, and we'll see if it comes back in the fall. But I think it, it will because it did well in the renewed. fall. Yeah, they should. Why wouldn't they? Um bring her back because they already did a full season this year yeah i think that that's i don't think it's a bad performer i think like superstore right now is is there undateable i was saying fox <laughs> renewed the mick way too early and that's a show that i think did like a 0. 0.6 and it's gonna do like 0.4s point threes next year for sure yeah because i i mean it it got a big bump out of they they premiered it on new year's day after an nfl game it's a bad and... renewal it's not gonna work no, it's not. not. It. It's you know, even even their prison break break revi- revival Boy, is nine. doing like three million views. Like it's you know, twenty four legacy crash and burn. Just nobody watches Fox. Well, Fox is really trying to revive their old series. Like they just they just ordered ten more episodes of X Files. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every every uh, Roseanne is coming back. Everything's That's coming back. That's so weird. <laughs> I'm excited. You guys can rain on my parade all you want. Will oh, Grace. I'm excited. Will and Grace come back in the fall, Brendan. Yeah, well, I don't oh, care that. About see, Will and Grace, but I care about Roseanne. I'm excited. I see. That's like they're gonna put Will and Grace on Thursdays at eight because that's what that's its old time slot, and that'll that'll you know hypothetically fix Thursday. Do you think they're gonna pair that with Superstore? <laughs> that seems a little weird. Yes, but they could have another sitcom pilot. I'm sure they will. I I, I already forget all the pilots. I don't remember what the NBC ones were, but um, the one I'm excited for, Fox has one with Adam Scott and Craig Robinson, where they're like ghost hunters or something. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. It's a favorite. Well, next Sunday when we do a show, we will have an NBC schedule, so that's exciting. That's great. I'm excited. Um, But yeah, we can dive into into the Chris Pine episode of Saturday Night Live that aired last night. Um, General thoughts, takeaways from either of you? Uh, Chris Pine is a great host. He, I definitely agree with that. He's a good singer. He's a musical talent. I said. really we didn't. I don't. I don't think we got much evidence of that last night. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is you know, th- this is an episode that definitely aired more on the side of like the variety show aspect of SNL of just the which you I know, enjoyed. I think there was light, one sketch I, where we didn't do we didn't we didn't do like dancing or something. <clears throat> I think it's yeah. I think that's pretty much true. It um, was like a pre-tape, I think. And I agree with the, Beth the, that it, it, it was the um, reality show one with uh, Kyle and Beth. Yeah, I guess he didn't he didn't sing in that, but yeah. like literally everything else. Yeah. Um, I agree with Beth that it was almost a a, a necessary kind of. Um, oh my god, it was so great. 
not like antidote, but it it was it was nice to it was, it was so a, easy it, to watch. Yeah, yeah, it was a distinctly apolitical episode in a season where that has been SNL's hallmark. It's been what's drawing people back to the show. There was a it's, few things, uh, but it was mostly yeah. it was mostly a fun variety show, which I love. Well, even the we even the political stuff that they did was not, you know, it wasn't that deep. No, exactly, it wasn't that deep. I didn't. I didn't laugh at necessarily everything, but I did. I did find stuff to laugh at last night. Okay, so let's. Uh, let's so Morning Joe is the uh, cold open. Are you a Morning Joe viewer? Well, listen. I've <laughs> recently, like, I have a lot of free time at work, and I've recently decided to watch MSNBC YouTube clips. Okay. And I gotta say, it's a time. Um, I, <laughs> I really, I'm really enjoying MSNBC. Um, I used to be a, like a CNN devotee, but but I'm watching MSNBC now and. They're kind of like getting to the point and and being maybe not filtering like the boringness as much and I, I like that because like CNN yeah. is like is Jeff Zucker mm-hmm. and he's really doing like entertainment news and yeah. people yelling at each other but MSNBC is really is like a really serious news channel and Morning Joe is um, they say it's a liberal news channel but Morning Joe Bika and uh, Joe are both Republicans like Joe is a um, Joe was a Republican congressman in the 90s. I did not know that Mika Brzezinski was a Republican. Well, they were both Republicans, yeah. yeah. Now, the, the question I have is, you know, obviously the news came out this week that those two were engaged. Yeah. Did we have any prior public knowledge that they were in a relationship before Just, this? People talked about it a lot. Okay. But they don't even talk about I it on the show. I was never quite sure how out of the blue that was. Yeah. It wasn't that out of the blue, but... They don't. Yeah, it was they don't talk enough about of it. a enough of a news item this week that it was there. The the <laughs> the sexual tension was the entire joke of this sketch. I will say that Kate um, was was a great Micah. Oh yeah, for sure. She, that was a she hit the points. She she yeah the the uh, stuff. I I definitely like the the clips I can remember of watching Morning Show mostly when they were had they had Donald Trump on the phone. Where she is kind of like sideways in her seat and looking at Joe, and she kind of has her head cocked back and is like making faces. Like that is exactly I can handle this. The Mika this that I much. remembered. She's yeah. all the time. That is exactly the kind of the, like when I picture that show. That I was like, yes, that is what you do. I'd watch uh, Alex Moffat's Joe Scarborough. Yeah. Uh, I want to. Not much there. How. Um... Well, actually, a couple of things, because Bram's big dumb smile on his face reminded me to tell the listeners that he is eating peanut butter M&M's, but he is taking the world's tiniest (laughs) bites, so as to A, not make any noise, and B, make the M&M last for a year. And his lips are covered in chocolate, and I look like I'm living with a toddler. <laughs> and um, now I already don't remember what the other th- the thing I actually wanted to say was. Oh my gosh, what were we talking about? Morning Joe. About Morning, Morning Joe? Joe. Yeah. Who knows? But at least now <laughs> knows about Bram's M&M habit. Is Lawrence O'Donnell a guy on MSNBC? Is that his name? Yes. Okay, I, I like him too, and I like I believe- uh, Joy. Uh, and I like. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And I watch. I watch Ray every Mano? Keith Olbermann uh, thing. He has YouTube now. Oh yeah, Do yeah. You watch that? Uh, I don't know, but I'm I know just, I, I watch something of his during. I'm, the I'm really politically charged right now, but I try to keep it. Uh, oh, I remember. <laughs> I, I keep it in check in the home. 
Now, sure. are you are you still keeping up with Joe Walsh on Freedom Five Ninety? I gotta say, okay, so <laughs> so he went national, right? That, that happened about a month and a half ago, maybe. Okay. Um, maybe two months ago, and his show doubled in length, and he had more padding. Like he would have like if you if you've been if you haven't been listening to Joe Walsh, here's what you miss, and and they play like a moment from like the previous week. And they do that like twice in one in one episode, and they do like they have way more singers, and he has way more plugs. He plugs um, he plugs books way more often, and he plugs like his barbecues and and uh, charities, uh, you know, like um, Bibles in where in places where Christians are persecuted, like Egypt. Okay. Like he, uh, um, and he still has no chill Fridays. He's, he he is super angry about this whole healthcare thing, but you know what? He's so entertaining, and his callers really uh, give me a glimpse into the world that I that when he went national, I was kind of over it. But now I'm listening to like his entire show, and he has he has two hours a night. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm I listen, <laughs> I try to listen to all of it. I didn't even know that. I, when I am. Bram, yeah. I'm with you all the time. <laughs> I never with you. <laughs> when do you do this? At uh, work? I do it at work. My I do gosh. it on the train while I'm playing the great app Balls. Oh, the best app. The game. Brendan, are you a Balls player? <laughs> Not a Balls player. Do you remember the Balls Club? It's a good, it's a good game. It's a good game. I need to but look at this. an official recommendation. But I'm like, I listen to every Joe Walsh now. Oh my god. <laughs> I download it right before I leave the apartment. And, the, and I listened to the, to the previous days, like what as I walked toward. I feel I remember what I was gonna say, and it ties in very well the fact that Bram, the Joe Walsh thing is is longstanding. We're it's it's the better part of a year that, that he's been. Oh yeah. Ten months cheating with Joe Walsh, and <laughs> but I would like to point out how much of a dad Bram is becoming in the sense that he definitely just talked on his podcast for five minutes about how he now prefers MSNBC over CNN. <laughs> I do. I hear him like say stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, he's ancient. He turned into, he turned into his father. We watched CBS this Sunday morning. Every Sunday. Married, we after, after, after this, oh my God. after this recording, we're going to watch CBS Sunday morning. So I, so I could do. call my dad and talk to him about the stories. Cause my dad oh always my watched God. that. <laughs> my dad didn't watch MSNBC though. It's ridiculous. I like, watch, I watch 20 minute long Rachel Maddow clips for her, like very slowly getting to her point. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. You're living your best life, Bram. And all and all the and all the satirical talk shows. That's true. Yeah. Oh wait, did you watch the president show, Brendan? Uh, I I watched part of the first. Like I didn't I didn't finish the Keith Olbermann interview. Okay. But I did watch. I thought it was okay. The I thought it was boring. enough. I will the interviews say that. are boring. But okay. <laughs> but the improv bits with um oh my gosh, with Pence yeah. and Trump are They're really pretty funny. funny yeah. Um, I didn't also, watch the second Neil Casey one. was really funny on the. Uh, but I want I want Beth to talk about your issue with uh, Trump impressions in late night. Well, I just would do well to never hear another one ever again. I sure am passionately anti-Trump impression when quoting him. 
Uh, I hate that. I, I... Okay, well, Colbert does this. Trevor Noah does this. Oh, I... Seth I, Myers doesn't. No, Seth doesn't. Jimmy does it. Jimmy does, yeah. Like, they all do it. But... Except for maybe Jimmy Kimmel, because what does he do? Um, he can't do it. But Corden does it too. They all do it. They Corden truly it? all do it. Oh yeah, he, in, in his monologues, Cor- his, yeah, his, I've seen his, it. his cable uh. monologues. No, yeah. So everybody is doing this all the time, and it just <laughs> makes me want to like, die. Like, like David Letterman would never do that. No, this is why Seth Meyers is the new David Letterman. I am pretty deeply Seth Meyers. Uh, pretty deeply in love with Seth Meyers. John Oliver and, doesn't do it either. I no. I just Trump's voice is everywhere, you know, and like already. So for every comedy show, every comedian who has who has a show, for them to be pushing their own Trump impression, it's inescapable. Like I can't listen to Colbert's monologues because it's like it's not good for my sanity because <laughs> it's it's overwhelming. How everywhere Trump is, and oh, Bram, not now. Um, and <laughs> he just wanted me to look at the peanut butter hair on an M&M on a package. We should never podcast in the same room again. It looks okay. like Donald Trump um, on the red M&M. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, I. That's why, like Seth Meyers, has become. I said the other night that he has replaced like the John Stewart sized or shaped hole in my heart. Um, mm-hmm. I think that right now he's doing like the best satirical political comedy. Like I, I think that he is the best right now. Yeah. Partially cause he doesn't do the impression thing. He does it like, not he he does it sometimes, but not when he's when he's like doing the closer look segment and mm-hmm. he's reading back his transcripts. Part of what makes it so great is that he just does it deadpan. In that's his own exactly he, he does that it, exactly right. He does he, he does it when he's doing like conversations between Donald Trump and Eric Trump. Yeah, it, that's the thing is it's Seth pretty much will reserved make to the up a stupid thing for like the writers will write a stupid thing for Trump to say, and Seth will do it in his voice, yeah, but not quotes. But not quotes. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing is that he, you know. So much of Trump's... He makes him sound dumber by reading it and not in a, not like a voice. Exactly, because so much of Trump's like bravado is the fact that he like... People get confused listening to him talk because he has that stupid voice that just talks in circles. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. so people, by the end of what he says, really don't know what they heard. I mean, I don't know if that's the case for everybody, but that's certainly the case for me. They think and they heard... They, they think they hear. hear. They, yeah, exactly. They hear what they want to hear. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to hear his voice. Like I think it's so much funnier to have Seth read it in a deadpan voice and show how truly crazy the things he's saying are. Like I think that that also, that's better for the audience you're serving. Honestly, like I, it's like, it's like when he did the Thanksgiving show with no politics, like. It's nice to have a break. Yeah. What were your thoughts then last night with, you know, the, the, the Baldwin Trump was pretty much limited to that voiceover at the in the Morning Joe sketch, which I have to imagine was was pre-taped. Like he wouldn't have shown up because he wasn't in the good nights. He yeah. wouldn't have shown up to do that live. No. Just um, like a couple of weeks ago when they did the uh, O'Reilly sketch um, where he played O'Reilly and then that. also... 
He oh, that's right. You didn't see that. Mm. So he was was that in the Louis C.K. episode? It must have been. It was there was a yeah there was an episode where Baldwin played O'Reilly and O'Reilly interviewed Trump and the Trump side it was like a split screen and the Trump side of things was obviously a pre tape and so he was he was like talking to himself it was very weird that is very weird um it's like uh, I actually didn't mind hearing his voice on the phone like I I that didn't irk me as it's it like does. um it's like Dana Carvey in the um in the presidential elections where he was playing Ross Perot and uh, George Bush. The same sketch. Yeah, that was weird. That yeah. being said, had Alec been there and like appeared, like his, tr- like had Trump's face and appeared, you know, I would have tuned out. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And just ignore the rest of the sketch. But Well, it's, you know, we get, we get to this point in the season where I distinctly remember talking to Bram about this, this time last year, where, you kind of are ready for SNL seasons to be over. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And I think I'm, I think I'm feeling that a little bit. However, I will say I feel that much less this year than last year. For I'll sure. I, I agree. Because I, I mean, sure. I've, I've missed some episodes this season that I'll have to go back on. Well, mainly just the ones since I moved it or yes, yeah, so mainly the ones since I've moved. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I find that, Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. Again? Why is this happening? Well, we can just get the second sketch if you want. The monologue. We can just yeah. we can move to the monologue. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see if it comes it back. That's fine. No, we won't. You guys, Chris Pine. <laughs> no, you're right. You won't. He never um, Chris Pine, I guess, is the second time hosting. He hosted in 2009. Is that right? No, that's, he, he said this is his first time hosting, but he cameoed in 2009. Oh, right, on Weekend Update. When the Star Trek movie yes, came out, yeah. Yes, Quinto was there, too. Um, yes. So he is getting confused with the other three Chris's. He's not Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, or Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, Chris I did Evans like hasn't the po- hosted, right? No, Chris Evans is the one of those four that I think is not hosted. Yeah, okay. That beautiful bastard. And when they wheeled out the big poster of all of them... Like, it really was crazy how much oh, Chris Pine and Chris Evans has have the same face. What's funny is I really thought, you know, they don't look that much alike. And then they put them side by side, and I was like, oh, wow, okay. I yeah. was dead wrong. And then you're <laughs> like, betrayed really? Me. Wow. Well, they're both yeah. guys. They're both guys who in the early 2000s were doing comedies. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's true. Like superhero movie dudes. Couldn't tell you what Chris, what Chris Hemsworth was doing before... Um, Four and, and and Star Trek, but apparently no, he was doing like Australian soap opera, Dancing with the Stars, Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. It's all on YouTube, guys. Oh, that's and he mentioned that in his monologue when he hosted. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. I think he also like showed a clip on Ellen once, which is I think how I saw it. That's Ew, really funny oh that he also mentioned it. He's proud of that. Who would? Yeah, we go on that one. I think so. I mean, this was, uh, and and also I, I did think it was funny that like they had that poster and also the second poster showing the two characters looking exactly the same, both Steve names Rogers Steve. and Steve Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was an amusing idea. This is like Pete Davidson's only appearance of the night. Oh my gosh! It actually, was I? It's sad. Oh wait. Um, so my friend. So now I understand. Uh, my friend uh, Jason. 
uh, messaged oh, me so funny, during yeah. the show. Is Pete Davidson getting fired? Oh no! We've talked about this on the show because last year that sounds were, like me last year. Last year you were famously worried about Pete Davidson, and I was like, yeah. "Chill out, Brendan. Chill out. Like he's a full-time cast member. It's fine. He's not getting fired." Uh, no, I don't know. That would I be no. Could, Even I, Kate was barely in last night. She was in two, like two things, and then like a little pre in one. I don't know. I am worried about Pete. <laughs> I mean, the in only the person I'm not. Well, I'm I'm worried about him in the sense that I'm not worried about him because I'm thinking it'll be fine if he doesn't continue on SNL. Like he just got sober. Exactly. Like he's gonna be fine. I think. I mean, I guess we weren't worried about Jay Farrow. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. I don't know. With her, with her Jay Farrow, he's on Showtime now. But didn't Jay Farrow do seven seasons? Uh, six? Mm-hmm. six? Six seasons. Okay. And this is number seven for... I, I really hope Vanessa Bayer's not leaving. Oh, oh it's me too. seventh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I can't wait to I talk think, about that sketch. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll know... By, I guess by this time next week, we'll know whether or not Bobby Moynihan's pilot gets picked up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. CBS. Because if he gets a CBS pilot picked up, he's definitely leaving. I don't know because oh. um, mm-hmm. I, I actually know that the favorite um, over at CBS is um, who's that guy from Royal Pains? I think it's like his Mark Feuerstein or something. Mark Feuerstein. Mm-hmm. Feuerstein. Uh, yeah, yeah. He has like a, a pilot <laughs> about. I couldn't remember the title, but um, he lives. He like lives in between like his brothers and his parents or his in-laws. Oh yeah, that's that one. It's like nine J, nine K, and nine L. Which yeah. like what a terrible title. Which is apparently like a favorite of CBS. Okay, it's a bad title. I know. Like, I can't remember it, but I imagine it'll get changed. But we'll see. Bobby, I see that not being picked up, but I don't know. I would love for Bobby to stay on SNL, so I don't know. It's an it's an interesting premise that sounds like it won't connect with the CBS audience and it'll get canceled after one season. Well, su- that's why I would rather him not leave. I'm surprised that Keenan doesn't yeah. want more. Like, I mean, he's probably having a blast on SNL. He's getting paid very well. I hope he never leaves. And the writers don't want him to leave. And I should mention now, um, I, I think maybe it was Vulture, but there was an article about Keenan Thompson. Did you read it, Brendan? Uh, I think so. It was really great. I mean, it, it really pointed out in a lot of ways, like, truly how much Keenan means to the show. And, like, those are feelings that we've discussed while I've been on your show. But it seeing that, like, I don't know, I, I felt very strangely proud reading that, like, glowing article about him because I think that he deserves all of that praise. Like, oh, yeah. He's done so much work. Like, it's incredible. Just before this, mm-hmm. me and Beth rewatched the Debbie Downer sketch. Oh, my gosh. Where his it was his first, first season. season and he was the waiting oh, yeah. Billiam. Yeah. Billiam. Yeah. It's good every time. See, he laughed too. Yeah. <laughs> I said that the first laugh of Debbie Downer for me every single time is Keenan introducing himself as Billiam. Every single time. Yeah. That was a classically funny name. Um, Always works. Bobby. I don't know. I wish him good luck. I wonder if. Uh, he will come back if his pilot doesn't go. I think, I think it would be wise to come back. Uh, I think he'll be back if it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, but it seems like but... it's that it's that classic CBS sitcom where they give it a spot on the fall schedule. Yeah. It does well enough to get it back nine around Christmas. It really starts to fall to the ratings, mm-hmm. and nobody cares about it anymore. And then they rush it off the air, and they give it its finale in March, and then it gets canceled. Bobby needs it's to like, write something for himself, like a movie. I think he would do better as a movie. Yeah, I agree. Like he needs to yeah. write something with someone else. Yeah. 
Because I don't. Does he have a writing credit on this pilot, or is this somebody else? Is just no. It's mm-hmm. definitely someone else. I don't. I'm not, I don't know who, but yeah, I don't remember anymore. Maybe he's not a writer, but I think he could write something. No, with he someone is. else. Okay. He writes on SNL. Okay. He writes. Guys, where in the world is Kellyanne Conway? <laughs> that was so good. It's. This is a rare example of a sketch where I, I kind of wanted this to be longer. Yeah, I felt uh, like in also, in some ways in some ways I like that they they got in and out with the premise. There were I, a lot of really good elements to the sketch. The singers, the singers, the authenticity. The yes, the, the little girl. Her read of that line was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, the the just overall commitment to this, and and interesting bit of trivia that this is um, Sashir Zameda's. Uh, Second appearance on SNL as the chief from Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Previously appearing in uh, Yo, Where Jackie Chan at? Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That's what you listen to this show for, folks. That okay. is. Uh-huh. Well, it's from Dan Koopelman. Oh, um, um, Bobby's pilot. Wow, it's from uh, This Is Us, Dan Koopelman, right? No, no, that's mm-hmm. um, that's Dan Fogelman. Oh my God, that's so similar. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Who's Kopelman? I don't know. The name sounds familiar. Dan Fogelman. Yeah, but I thought it sounded familiar too. But then he said Dan Fogelman, and I'm like, oh, but what if that's what was familiar? Dan Fogelman had Maybe. pitch, and he has, and a, he has another. Real. He has another pilot too this year, I think. Let's find out though. Searching IMDb Dan for Dan Fogelman. How about your mother? Maybe. I don't know. Well, I spelled it. I've been so behind on learning the pilots. It's in your defense, you had a lot more free time this time uh, every other year of your life. That's true. <laughs> compared <laughs> to now. <laughs> Related question: Do we have chicken thawing? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Cut that out of the podcast, no, you weirdo. Not. <laughs> do we have chicken thawing? I will never. Um, what was the sketch after that? Um, the sketch after that was the World Peace Rap. Oh, oh I love that. I need to, I need to watch this again. This, I need to this... also, it made me laugh so much. Well, I need to rewatch it and listen to, like, lyrics way closer. And Kyle yeah, that, so softly. Oh my gosh. That was my thing, because was... all I was really picking up on was him, he eventually was talking about his porn addiction. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say... I the thing that I noticed was that Chris Pine did a lot with Kyle and Beck. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely uh I was... um I like to imagine that they met and just became buddies, the three of them, and that now they're gonna go on a road trip together. <laughs> That's what I want. They're gonna they're gonna have a, a sleepover party. <laughs> Who was the last host that we said really liked, was like, obviously really liked Beck Bennett? Huh. Was that Benedict Cumberbatch? I think so, yes. Yeah. Was I on the Benedict Cumberbatch episode? You were on that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that show where we were talking about how Hillary Clinton was going to win the election. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, ouch. Oh, God. <laughs> Innocence. <laughs> oh. November, good times. First week of November. I would be on Twitter way less if Hillary won. Oh, wow, that's true. Yeah. So Dan Kopelman did Gallivant. 
Oh, yeah. And Jennifer Falls and Rules of Engagement, apparently. And True Jackson VP on Nickelodeon. So I miscredited Dan Fogelman for Gallivant. Because I've said before, like, oh. Oh, that's hilarious. He had Gallivant. The names are so close. And now he has This Is Us. I totally thought that was him. But Dan Fogelman did uh, Crazy Stupid Love and something else. Copelman was also writer on Malcolm in the Middle. Wow. So, I don't know. He's done stuff. Is Jennifer Falls the TV Land thing with, uh, what was her name? Um, um, yeah, with Jamie, Jamie Presley. Presley. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What was her show on Fox called? It was like a long title. <laughs> I, I Hate My Teenage Daughter. Yeah. yeah, oh my gosh, I forgot about Ooh, that show completely. That was a bad, that was a bad show. I think I remember watching the first like two episodes of that and being like, oh no, mm-hmm. absolutely not, never again. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't last I, long. Foxes no, I, I definitely watched the pilot and was like, ugh. Um, okay, so what was, a, what was the next sketch? Um, my favorite thing of the night, I, I briefly mentioned it a minute ago, uh, it, Hulu calls it SWAT Recon. And this is where oh. uh, Beck Bennett okay, and before, Keenan Thompson... Before... Go ahead. No, His you... favorite of the night, no less. Okay, so before you mention that, while we were watching this sketch, Beth said to me, Brendan, I, was like, I love you. this, but Brendan is going to hate this. No, I this. was imagining you stewing on your couch at Mikey Day's dumb face. Yeah, and then I said, oh. no, <laughs> he's going to love this. I know Brendan's yeah, and, humor. And, and Bram, Bram was correct. It's your favorite thing of the night, which I love because I also, this sketch is so funny. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and here's the thing. I, don't, I see where you're coming from because I'm not the world's biggest Mikey Day fan. Right. <laughs> But well, he's yeah, just, this, he's having a great time in it. It's hard not to be. Oh, it's it really is. It's hard not to. There is just an infectious joy. To this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's I, I it was it's funny to like when you realize what's happening before they say it where you're like, yeah, this is they're, they're having a backpack fashion show. Right. And then they <laughs> yeah. say it and you're like, oh, it's perfect. It's yeah, beautiful. it is. It was good. Yeah, I literally have nothing negative to say about that sketch. It, no. it was it made me laugh a lot. Just, just happy. Just happy, exactly. The, yeah. Uh, the, I don't even know what to call them. The it, um, bouncers, you know. Yeah. Bouncers. What are those? Called? Those the the bouncy ball things. Oh like, yeah, the inflatable. Yeah. That like was such a fun visual of like Leslie and Bobby and. Yeah. Chris, Chris was having a great time. <laughs> One of the things that's always really funny. Fun on SNL, I mean comedy in general, but specifically on on, on SNL is you know describing very silly things in a very official manner mm-hmm. so that's and this is that sketch is full of all this yeah so it's like you know it's, it's not a fetish thing it's more of a 11 year old best friends at a sleepover <laughs> vibe <laughs> i love the idea that the world is so pure that like two grown men would do that in a an apartment together and just have a like a really fun time yeah, there was like, a, and there was a deepness to this. I liked at the end when the exactly. when the Keenan Thompson character was just like, you know, have I have I am I not allowing myself to live and have fun? <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was amazing. It's so funny but, how much I don't remember the order of the show. So every time Bram has said, "What's the next sketch?" I've been surprised every time Brendan has answered. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, I cheat and look at the Vulture recap because yeah, nice. I don't remember either. What's up? What's up? But, What's the, next? but the next sketch is called Office Meeting. 
Um, oh my gosh, this is the one that I've been waiting to talk about. Okay, this is the one that I don't feel anything for, but I laugh politely. Oh my gosh, I love this. This is another one where I, I wish I'd been paying a little bit more attention. I feel like I was drifting in and out a little Same. bit at the beginning, and I, I that I think caused me to kind of miss exactly what was going on. And see if when I see eighty and honestly eighty and anybody, but eighty and Vanessa together are really fun. That's a so pair. Yeah. Kind of perked up. I was. I love to the commitment. I love when oh Vanessa my gosh. is like committing to a sketch. Their like that. dancing is hilarious in it. Like the way that they're using a karaoke track of mm. that boy's mind. Like it's it's all very good. And then Chris Pine is great in it, which he sings in this sketch also. Like I, I don't know. He yeah. So much singing from him. I don't. I didn't mind it. I, there wasn't a single point of the episode where he was singing and I was annoyed by it. Like I was entertained by it every time it happened. Yeah. He's like a I, I, I did laugh at the line, you know, when they're saying like, who, "Who's you gonna pick? A diabetic mother of two or a childless milf with an eye for design?" And Chris I Pines immediately is, which is which? made my Twitter bio upon hearing it: "A childless milf with an eye for design." <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line and I loved this sketch. I love the song choice. I love all of it. I'm into it. It's perfect. <laughs> uh and then we have The House. This is the the reality show uh basically the real world. Yeah. And adding to the confusion of all these Chris's that they did this one time before with Chris Hemsworth. Oh. Um, but yeah, more evidence to the fact that Chris Pine and Good Neighbor got along really well this week. Oh my gosh, they did this with Chris Hemsworth? Wow. Oh yeah. Wow, I didn't remember that at no. all. Yeah. Yeah, they did this one time before about like, you know, like, oh, what are we going to do for dinner? And, you know, or are we going to order and take out? Are we going to make this? You know, we got to get to the bottom of it. I remember that. We have to rewatch yeah. that once, over, or once we're done recording. Because, yeah, I now I remember that. That's hilarious. The... The joke of cutting to the person that we hadn't seen for them to say that they were I'm staying out of it, yeah. <laughs> it would not have worked with a cast member of SNL and honestly it was one of my favorite things of the night. Like, it was just so funny to cut to somebody that, like, isn't somebody. Yeah, not a cast member. That's I was ex- true. I, it was just, unexpected and just made me laugh a lot. Just an Asian guy in a sleeveless top. Yeah. Oh, and no, <laughs> yeah. but he truly looked like a Big Brother contestant, you mm. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just young, 20-something douche. <laughs> and Brendan is the biggest fan of Big Brother, so... Well, that's true. Oh, such a big fan. <laughs> I've, cut, I've cut down on that. It's on three times a week, and now I'm only watching oh it once gosh. a week. Sorry, but yeah. is Big Brother on currently, or is that just Big Brother Canada and Big Brother on Brother, the summer? It's, it, it's Big Brother Canada. The, the U.S. version's on in the summer. And cool. you're committed to both. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a garbage show, but they're both garbage hey man, shows for such, for such very different reasons. It's really fascinating. Me and Beth watched um, Master Chef Junior this past week because Miss Piggy and the Swedish Chef were on. <laughs> that was such a bizarre episode. You watch it? Oh yeah, I watch. I watch it every week. It was so fun. The but, Swedish but, Chef, like I, Bram, is my witness. I was laughing so hard at everything he did because I'm a child. Well, I loved the interaction between like where. You know, the one kid, Shane, came up and he was just like, this morgenborg, morgenborg. And then yeah. uh, Shane is just kind of like, uh, hello. Because he did like, well, how do you interact with a Muppet? Oh, uh, no, we I have know. big smorgasbords in Texas. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it was such a it's a weird it was such a weird episode because it they've never done an episode like that where the the competition was almost beside the point and it was really just about this comedy sketch where because yeah. no one got Miss Piggy and Gordon Ramsay were kind of at odds and also it was also stupid because they didn't cut anybody. Yeah, it was like a waste. But at the same time, like this is the most watched show on Fox right now, so. Why don't yes. you just stretch it out a little bit more? But remember when they like they made a little girl feel like she she like did the worst thing because she like made like an okay steak. Or it was yeah, a that steak was that cruel. She was scared it was under. That's why she, she they got her so scared. But it's like don't that worry. Is like, every, this episode is like it's just a bit. Every, every manipulative act break on MasterChef Junior is them being like, "Let me tell you something, young man." And then they look terrified, <laughs> and then they go to commercial, and then they come back, and they're like, "Let this me tell you something." Wonderful. That is the best thing I've ever yeah. tasted in my life. It's always positive, yeah. but they always make you think that it's going to be terrible, yeah. and it's just so. That's gross. because uh, in in Canadian version is that too. In their heart of hearts, all Americans want to see kids get yelled at by yeah. Gordon Ramsay. The Canadian version is <laughs> that too with uh, whoever's on that show. I don't remember the name. Not 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 a, not a MasterChef Canada fan. If they do MasterChef Canada Junior, I watch it a I lot. Am there, but I don't know their names. Sure. Sounds like something someone who doesn't watch MasterChef a lot would say. You know what I didn't realize is that Gordon Ramsay is not on the British version of MasterChef. I don't think he has the time to do that. And and never has been. It's like, wait, he never has been? He's too busy. No. He's a dad. When did he get introduced to the American audiences? I believe Hell's Kitchen oh, debuted in 2005. Okay, so what was before that for him? Um. So in Britain he did, he had... Um, uh, Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. Okay. Oh yeah. He did. Uh, he did the F word, which is coming to Fox this summer. Oh yeah, I I, I, um, I saw that. Yeah. Which is weird. It's not that show's not even really like a cooking competition. It's it? basically just a live show. Like you go behind the scenes of his dinner service, and he kind of does little cooking demonstrations throughout. Oh. It yeah, I didn't. More I don't. By the title. It it definitely well then they've been running ads like that where they have you know, the the. The Hell's Kitchen Gordon Ramsay, the MasterChef Junior Gordon Ramsay, and the this other Gordon Ramsay all kind of in their little boardroom, and they're saying like, you know, we're interested in the new show, the F word, and the MasterChef Junior Gordon Ramsay says that's not appropriate, and you know, like, no, the F stands for food. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Good. It's problem. very, it's very strange. Good job, Fox Marketing. Watch it. <laughs> I'm into it. Beat Are you guys excited for the new Fox game show, Beat Shazam? I said it before you said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I am. And we also can't talk about that either. But um, <laughs> I'm excited. Um, uh, boy. What's up? We can update. I don't want to have to cut things out. Yeah, no. We were talking about um, Amazing Spider-Man 2. And how great Jamie Foxx was in that movie. No, what? <laughs> Never saw it. Did you not? Well, that's good, honestly. No, I only um, saw the first one. It was, it was fine, but then Jamie Foxx was real bad. Like, the, like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> he was not a good villain. What's like? There was nothing scary about him. It was all just like, uh, breathing, and like. Husky, trying to be sexy voice. I will say it's very interesting to um, have a game show that is tied. 
is tied to um, <laughs> its from its promotion so much to an app that people use. Like if you use Shazam right now, then you will see Jamie Fox like on the screen, or maybe that's just the case in the U.S. But um, well, weren't weren't they developing an Angry Birds game show at one point? Were they? No. By the way, the, the Chris Hardwick's The Wall is coming back in the summer. It's it's coming back tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> The summer. <laughs> I thought it was the summer. I, running Get the on summer, my level, Graham. It kind of... I mean... I never watched it. I watched most of that. I'm not going to watch it anymore. That's a bad TV show. I can only offer Chris Hardwick so much of my time. Are you guys watching Talking with Chris Hardwick? Nope. Oh, I, I barely even noticed it's on. No, I forgot. I forgot all about it. What do they talk about? Is there a standard talk show? No, they just talk. Huh. I honestly don't know. Um, what's the next sketch? Uh, we can update. <laughs> okay. Um, you had a comment, but uh, so we Did had I? we had Vanessa Bayer. Oh my gosh! As the weather, what was her name? Oh, I don't. Oh, Don Lazarus. It was yes. very. It was a very good character. I was like on the verge of tears several times because it like that character gets me. That's very funny. It was really good. Has she appeared before? No. No. Okay. No, that. I would have remembered because it yeah. is, uh, and honestly, it just kept getting worse. Her garbled <laughs> language, and it was yeah. funnier. Like everything she said was funnier than the last thing. I but liked, the liked. her saying that she it was her first time on camera, and it was <laughs> big nervous. Imagine the audacity <laughs> to like launch a new character in your seventh season. But she always does. Well, that. and the other thing too is, um, I I applaud the. It must be so difficult to read scripted gibberish. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, it's true. So I, I kept just kind of marveling at... Because, you know, if, if you stumble during that, I it technically, like, no one would and really notice. And she did, though. But she did. Yeah. But she recovers so well. At the beginning, she, like, well, no, or something. Uh, well, yeah, it was, it was actually, like, pretty well into the sketch. But, yeah, she coughs and just starts over on her sentence, and it doesn't no. seem weird at all. Like, it... Uh-huh, well. it just, it just cover. feels like it's part of the character, yeah. And then, oh my gosh, I don't even remember anything else about update. Oh, Leslie. Leslie. Oh yeah, Fox. yeah. <gasps> okay, so when Vanessa comes out the second time, well, I say comes out, but she's not a regular update guest. You know what I mean? And she comes yeah. on the second time when she when when it gets interrupted and they start. Telling a story about guns in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. That is the first time I can recall in... At least since, like, Jimmy and Tina started on Update. That when an anchor is interrupted by a character, they always started off with... Like, the joke that gets interrupted is a new study on tree frogs. Like, that's... Yeah. And then, so last night, for them to say something about Oklahoma and, and it get interrupted and it wasn't tree frogs, but also it was about Oklahoma. So, like, state pride, but also it was about guns. So, mm. no state pride. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I just had a lot of feelings. I, meant, I didn't mention on the podcast, but I, uh, I shot a gun in Oklahoma. Oh, my gosh. My dad made Bram shoot a gun before our wedding to prove he was a man. Mm-hmm. And he said the words, now you can marry my daughter. 
after he she, shot the gun. She wasn't there. I, I really. Nope, I was getting. I did not know that it was happening. I was getting my like. I was getting ready for our wedding, yeah. and my dad took Bram outside and had him shoot into the dirt. Just. We called me down. That's from a hill. just what my dad is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that he did it though. Like it I think fun. it's I think it's a it's an experience to have. Yeah. My 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 family are they're they're recreational gun people and no, so problem. Sure. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot no of fun. No big deal. And then he offered my dad offered for Bram's dad to shoot. And gun. I said, you know what? Ask him. Like I, I really I really want him to try it. But Bram's mom said no. Yeah, she was. She shut it down. She shut it down. She was so. She, shut it, she, shut she is, was so scared being in the United States. She didn't leave her hotel in Dallas because she was scared of getting shot, which is nuts. Because mm-hmm. she goes to Florida all the time, and Florida's yeah. scary. Yeah. <laughs> been to Florida, Brennan? I uh, have been to Florida. Yes. Were you scared? Uh, yes. There you go. Always, <laughs> every time. It's been a long time though. Florida's too unpredictable for me. Like, I know what Texans are going to do, but Florida... The last time I was in Florida, the President of the United States was George W. Bush. The last time I was in Florida, it was the last few weeks of Obama. Wow. Now there's a really good chance that if you're in Florida, the President is too. Hmm? Yeah, that's good. Oh, the President, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not George W. Bush. Come back, bud. We miss you. Anything to say about Leslie? George W. Bush, come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, not really. I I didn't. This is not one of my favorite Leslie appearances. It was fine. I don't know. It it seems. That's it for me too. It it was kind of the opposite of the character that she plays on Update, and which I don't know. Like I, her hearing her talk about having found someone is drastically a different feeling for me it turns out than hearing her talk about not being able to find someone do i want leslie jones to be happy yes yeah (laughs) do i want her comedy to stay self-deprecating and perfect yes 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 we do so that's an interesting outlook you want you want her to be like oh i want leslie to be leslie like she is pretty self-confident in her comedy, but she also will, I don't know. She's like very frank about how she sees herself. And I appreciate that. And I don't know. It's a good voice to have in your head. Lisa Jones. So I've got about 10 more minutes left. So we're going to kind of speed round through the last four sketches. Uh, Starting with auto shop, which is where the guys at the auto shop all are really into RuPaul's drag race. Very funny. Extremely funny and very well done by everybody in it. Keenan as the RuPaul character, like, nailed it. Yes. Very funny. Yep. And, and uh, the lip syncing, Bobby Moynihan lip syncing, very good. Very good. Um, the Handmaid's Tale. I wanted this to be something more. Well, I'll agree with that. that it could have had more substance. But I thought that the joke was funny that, that the white dudes of Gilead don't, aren't yeah, aware they don't even... of that. Are unaware that I would, yeah, that these things are going on, yeah, and that their college friends are affected by them. That's like, realistic. That it's it's absolutely but realistic. I think that concept is funny, but I still did want it to be something more. But again, it's the kind of thing. Where I think what, they'll do more handmade style sketches, though. I don't know. What 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 would they, what would they do? Like, 
it's well, they certainly won't this season. It, it's kind of crazy that we're doing a um, a sketch on a Hulu yeah. <laughs> show now. A like, little bit, yeah. It's become that mainstream. It's the show that really did it. But uh, you think they you think they wouldn't have done a sketch on other space? <laughs> um, oh, that no, that was, that was Yahoo. Show. Oh, that was on Yahoo. Oh, Yahoo. Damn it. Well, okay. That was the Paul Feig show. Yes, that's right. It was okay. Okay, what's next? Speed round. <laughs> Star yeah. Trek. Star Trek on uh, oh, Neil, boy, Degra- Neil deGrasse so Tyson. I have say about this. Okay, go ahead. I like seeing Chris Pine as, as Shatner, that's for sure. Yes. Uh, I thought the sketch was entertaining. Like, I, Bobby was funny in it. Bobby did some crazy eyebrow work that I was into. Um, Spocko. And Keenan was also extremely funny. That's what I call Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> that's why That's why Bobby Moynihan can't leave the show. It's, that is exactly why. Because Bobby Moynihan delivered lines like, now that's a Star Trek. Bobby, uh, yeah. That's like a Debbie Downer moment. <laughs> it's It's great. Oh my gosh, when... Um, so the thing is, like, people were obviously had comments about the fact that two Asian people appeared on the show last night, neither of whom were in the cast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and sure, one was brief and could have been anybody, but, uh, the, the, (laughs) Bram was reading an article about how they have outsourced the role of Sulu for 40 years. And it's to this same man. Here's a crazy thing. Yeah. The, the production designer yeah. of, uh, of SNL, like from the beginning, he's been Since there. Since 1976 has played Sulu. From the beginning, he has played Sulu in 1976, in, um, in 
Broadway actress for that reason. Like, I think that I think yeah. that, that would be a really cool thing for her to do in the future. But I thought that this was great. I, it's the ex- precise kind of drama in theater that makes me laugh to no end. And yeah, I I thought that this was great. And everybody else, the other two couples in it were also really funny. Well, it ended up it ended up being Fraser, and having, hearing <laughs> Keenan Thompson singing the Fraser theme song <laughs> was really great. And just the re, the the reactions to everything from the Beck and Kate couple were funny. Yeah, too. yes, really good. Kate's face was golden through the entire sketch. Yeah, she basically did the uh, cold open, and then she didn't show up until the last sketch. Besides the Kelly Conway. Kate's yeah, pretty much. I guess like she that before though. Yeah, she has. Yeah. For you know, for whatever weird reasons, but sure. it she was a it was a brosef heavy show for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she wasn't even in The Handmaid's Tale. Wow. Yeah, that's true. And Vanessa got the eye makeup on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's Are shocking. Are you watching so, uh, The Handmaid's Tale, Brendan? I am watching. I've seen the first three. I haven't seen the fourth yet. Okay, see, I am. I'm a. Don't know what you're watching and what you aren't because I feel like I'm never actually on Twitter anymore because I'm uh, doing this thing uh, called avoiding politics. It's on, it's on yeah. Bravo, so let's promote that. Yes, it's on real TV here. Mm. Yeah, it's on, not on the internet. Oh yeah, right? real TV. Yeah, which I'm happy about Fantastic. being able to watch it on on the television. I enjoy that. <laughs> Although Bravo's now a week behind because right they decided, they only uh, they only showed the first two. Hulu showed the first three and Bravo showed two. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we're gonna say about that show yep. because yeah, that again. Well, but we have, I think year, that but... all three of us would have nothing but good things to say about yeah. it anyway. Oh, we definitely do, and that's I... something we can get into when we have more time to do so. Yes, but yes, the end of episode two. Oh, so funny, so good. Yeah, yeah. really good. <laughs> so uh, that is gonna do that is gonna do it for this episode of the Future Players brand. Where can people find us on the internet? People can find us on the internet um, on our non-active uh, Facebook <laughs> page, uh, Feature Players, which I'll, I might post in uh, this week. Um, we do have an active Twitter, though, um, fe- at Featured SNL. Uh, Brendan live-tweeted last night, and we do regular live-tweeting. And uh, lots of interactions, some hits. Yeah. Um, also some misses. Some <laughs> uh, lots of misses. You know, we still have a Tumblr that's up that's, that that hasn't been active in a very long time. And I was about we, to say, can can people find us on Tumblr? You can find us on Tumblr, but can. I'm not going to bother telling you how to find us. Okay. Um, maybe Google it. Uh, <laughs> just Google it a little. Just like um, Google us, guys. And then um, catch us. We're gonna have a um, we're gonna have a um, a pop up booth. Oh my gosh. At the uh, at the uh, at the at, at all network upfronts next week. <laughs> gonna be they have merch. We're gonna, we're gonna give our yep. opinions on. There's people could just come up to us. It's like a kissing booth, and people could just come up to us and hear us uh, talk about what we think is gonna happen, and we'll sell merch too. Yeah. Make sure to pick up one of their um, make SNL great again hats that they're selling yes that's a great hat concept uh also uh, um okay so twitter, <laughs> twitter <laughs> i'll get to it after uh twitter at real brams r-e-l-b-r-a-m b-r-a-m 
Z. 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 Actually, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm. And you, know, you are. I'm American. Brendan is first, so it's his show. Okay. Oh no no no! Please go ahead. You're the guest. Oh, okay. Uh, it's at Beth Benderoff because we're married now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay! I'm at Brendan D Noel on Twitter, and I still can't get over the. It's like a kissing booth. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It is like a kissing booth. Go up to it, and you get service. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You get, so come up to us, our, our, net, our, our network up front's booth, and you will be serviced. Me and, me and Beth also met Gilbert Gottfried last week. Oh I my gosh. I don't know if you saw the photo. <laughs> Yo, I did. We, we saw a documentary about him. A fascinating. I, reckon, B, I hope someone picks it up like Netflix. I'm going to say something really that I noticed about the documentary that Bram also noticed about the documentary, which is that Gilbert was showing his uh, road suitcase when he was about to be flying. And there was definitely a single condom in it, which I found extremely hilarious because his wife is like obviously a large part of the documentary. I just thought that, that was very funny. The funny part of the documentary, which you will see because it will get somewhere. Um, he likes to collect a lot of free stuff from hotels. And it's, it's absurd. the best. But he <laughs> reminds me of my father. Meeting him in person, he is a very nice man. He is very soft spoken. Oh he's not yeah. always he's not always in character unless he has a microphone. Yeah, and, it was, and, then he, and then he turns it was into a great it. Experience. It's incredible. Yeah. So this has been our review. I love of the guy. Godfrey I love the guy. as a person and uh, the documentary. Mm-hmm. A plus. An A plus review and to we'll Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> and Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, uh, until next week, this has been the Feature Players. No, Brendan, who are you on Twitter? I already said who I am did on you? Twitter. Yes, I did. did. Oh, I must have been paying attention to And, and, and let me tell you, uh, with Melissa McCarthy on next week, and Haim, and I'm like, so, I was such a big Haim fan three years I'd ago. Say, Bram, they, is the, Bram is the number one Haim fan. When, when they had their album, but I'd say they took, they took too long, <laughs> and they kind of tricked the fans, saying, like, music is coming, and then they kind of just delayed it. Um... And you know what? We'll see what I think about them. But I was very critical about them last time. They didn't pick the best songs to play. I'm very protective about them. I think I think they, a lot of people jumped on them with a Josh Hutchinson episode. And uh, I, I really, I really, yeah, he was the host because they, they were that, in the um, Josie sketch. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do hope that they could um, do better. I don't think they did that badly, no, but I think but maybe the choice I mean. of songs. It happened to be the singles could be better, and also Vanessa Bayer was in um, their last music video. But oh. I will I will have stuff to talk about the music guest next week because I I'm a fan, <laughs> and I really do hope they'll come through with this next album. And even though I won't be the guest, I don't have anywhere to go, so I will be present. Well, <laughs> I mean, whether we have um, a guest and we decide to do four, which will be challenging, but I I know is going to happen at some point. Oh yeah. Um, or if we don't have a guest and it's Beth, uh, either way, we will be here. Maybe I don't want to be on your show two weeks in a row, and I just want to come up and offer my opinion when I feel it needs to be given. I'll see what uh, that works. people are up to. I'm not going to mention any names, because <laughs> that's always a bad idea. We don't, dis- we don't discuss casting decisions on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all through our department. Yes. Some of the regulars. We'll put a feeler out there. Contact the through our agents. Feeler. All right, Brendan, you're, you, were, Once, uh, you were wrapping it up. Brendan, One single you on Twitter? I was wrapping it up. <laughs> but we once again, once again, I've already given my Twitter, so I'll just say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Bye. End of the show song.
the party uh, will never see on TV. Same soul boss. I'm just wasting everybody's time now. What? So it's soul bossa nova. Um, <laughs> how's it? How's it go again? Okay. It's really but, no. I'm not serious. <laughs> you don't have to do that. No, wait. That's not that song. No, that was. <laughs> I've had a really like living living with your husband's the best. I get to see like a cute boy do stupid stuff all day, every day. It's the greatest in the world. 